welcome to the Man of War podcast. My name is Rafa Condon. Of course, I am a man on a mission here to transform you into a modern day warrior, into a man of action, a man who steps up in the heat of battle, come hell or high water, a man who's looking to be a stronger father, husband, leader, visionary. That's right. A man who lives that warrior life, who lives by that code. Speaking of a warrior life and that code, listen, I'm going to plug the Man of War Crucible, okay, the five-day rite of passage, all right, that we've been basically bringing to you now for over three years. It is as powerful and as transformational as you're ever going to experience anything in your life. Basically, I mean, I don't want to get into it here, but it's five days, five full days, and yes, my brothers, we have changed lives saved marriages, created men from the inside out, men who are flourishing now in this brotherhood, the men of war society. I want you to go check this out at men of war. That's M-E-N of war, crucible.com forward slash crucible two, and see what we're talking about here. You know, November is booked. This uh, January is booked. Uh, so you're going to have to get some dates in 2022. Um, because we're pretty much booked out between four and six months ahead of time. Now, with that said, um, we're working very diligently at our new YouTube channel. And I understand that YouTube is tough. I get it. But it would be great. And I would really, really appreciate it um, if you guys can give us a subscribe there and turn on those notification bells. Um, <clears throat> it's uh, youtube.com forward slash man of war. And we're you know, bringing you exclusive content there. All these podcasts are going to be uh, posted on YouTube. And of course, we're bringing you some new material, some ve very strong value-driven material two, three times a week. So I urge you, I encourage you uh, to just give us a subscribe on YouTube. All right. So today, what I want to talk about is men in our society, the emasculation of men. And this is a subject that I'm very, very upset about. Um, and what I mean by that is just that I see the downward spiral even deeper now in our society. Look, I started this movement over five years ago because of the emasculation of men, because I started seeing a decline, specifically in the, in the police academy, um, where we were supposed to be getting young men warriors. And the problem was that the weakness of mine was just there. I was traveling the world teaching different police forces and military forces. And I still saw that same thing, you know, that weakness of mind. Men were weak. Um, and unfortunately, they've gotten weaker as we've gone. So what I want to do here is this. I want to go on a journey deep into why it is that men in general have been broken. All right. And when I say this, I say this from the ground up here. All right. We got to look at the foundation of why men have lost their balls, why they are basically turning into wimpy, pussy, whining little bitches. That's what it is. You know, I don't know how else to say it. And it's not okay. Chivalry has been thrown out the door. As a matter of fact, if you were to bring, try to bring chivalry back, it's almost like crossing through the pit of hell. People will 
be in an uproar, be an outrage. And I get, you know, I was on uh, Newsmax not too long ago, you know, and I get, look, that the reality here is it, it starts from the bottom sometimes and, and, you know, a good percentage of homes are, you know, one parent homes. I think it's like 34% or 32% of homes in the, in the United States are one parent homes. You know, young men are growing up without fathers, without that father figure. And it's tough, you know, and, and I get it. Listen, as a law enforcement officer for almost 17 years, I saw it all. So I get it. Problem is this. Men have an opportunity and at some stage in their life to make that transition and to say, you know what, I'm not going to let society dictate how I feel, how I think, how I act and what's appropriate. I'm just not going to do it, especially when it comes from your center of your being, right? Men need the confidence. They need to be the head of the household. You know, there's not one man out there that's going to tell me if I catch him inside four walls and, and speak to him one-on-one -on -one without any of the outside noise, that's, that's going to tell me otherwise. He wants to be the leader of his family. He wants to have that authority because men need that. They need to feel like they can provide. There's nothing more powerful ever than you being able to, to give your family something and, and just lead them, right? Like for example, you know, if you wanna take your family on a trip, on a vacation, you know, to be able to, to financially afford that is one thing, cool, right? But what about the other part of it? What about you leading your family through that vacation? You putting that vacation together with the assistance of your wife and you guys doing it together, and I'm just talking about a small aspect in life, right? But it's simple, something that most people can relate to. Men need that. There's a difference between your wife planning that vacation or your fiance planning that vacation and telling you, hey, we're going here. And you being the person to say, hey, you know what? Let's take my family on a vacation. Providing that for them. Big difference. Let's talk about home, about your home life. You know, I can't stand when so many men are out there telling me, oh, my wife has a last say in the finances. What the fuck is that? I mean, I don't know, but that's not okay. So many men out there are, are talking about my wife has a last say with the finances. I got to discuss every decision with my wife financially. I have to do this. Listen, I get it. Look, you need to be in a relationship where you communicate with your wife 100%. You need to be transparent with your wife 100%. But there are certain things in life that you, know, you could take the initiative of doing and you don't have to be asking permission for things. That's right. If you want to go out there and you want to do a business deal, 
you know, and you are about, oh, let me talk to my wife about this. There's a disconnect here, right? I know for me and I know for other men that I coach and men who are within our group and our society, we're not reliant on the okay from the wife. We're not thinking that the wife is going to be pissed off at us. We're not thinking about what a bad, you know, what a bad situation is going to be at home if I decide to either make an investment on something or, or spend money wisely. Now, remember what I'm saying here, guys. Investing wisely, spending your money wisely, you know, whether it's on a vacation, on, on, on a home or, or whatever. But my point is wisely. I'm not talking about just buying junk and then trying to justify it. No, you should be yelled at. Okay, that for that. What I'm talking about, certain things that as a man, you know, are good, that are going to be good for you and for your family. You don't need to pick up your, the phone to ask your wife if it's okay. This, on the flip side, the wife needs to learn how to support men, to believe in men. If they're in a relationship with a man that they can't support and they can't trust and that they think he's a little baby bitch, they shouldn't be in that relationship. It's most men that I know that are masculine individuals who are living lives with confidence don't want to bicker with their wives. They don't want a woman that's constantly trying to tell them what to do or guide them. They want a partner in life. But on the same token, right, you as a man aren't constantly telling your woman, hey, this is the way you need to raise the children. This is what you need to do. You're not. I know that. You can sing me a song and a dance, but you're not doing that. Most of the time, you there is a certain sense that women know better than men, especially with children. And I give that to my wife. And I'm not telling her this is the way you need to raise. I'm learning from her nine times out of 10. But I'll tell you what, if I'm doing a business deal, there's nothing there that she has a say in. She'll support me and she'll believe in me and believe in the fact that I'm doing the best for our family. So in the home life, there are so many things. And then we talk about, and this is, you know, we talk about well, whether the wife should work or not work. Listen, if your wife wants to work, let her work. Totally good. You guys have a great life. Enjoy it. Okay. If your wife is not the type of wife that wants to go to work, she wants to be a homemaker. Um, and that is a difficult job, man. Okay. That is a very difficult job. But if that's what she wants to do, then you need to step up because now you're no longer going to have double income. You're going to be the sole provider. And problem here is this, most men nowadays push their wives out the door to go work. That's right. There's a lot of women out there that would love to stay home, be a, be a caretaker, um, you know, take care of their children, especially through the young years and not have to work. But what, ha what happens is men say, hey, you have to work because I can't bring in 
enough to support us. And I think that's weak as shit, to be honest with you. Weak as shit. So when you start having that mindset where you're constantly saying, well, I can't be a provider for my family. I need to have extra income from my wife. That's not a good warrior-minded approach to life in any way, shape, or form. Now, if your wife wants to work, God bless her. Okay, you support her as a man. Now, she may have dreams and things that, you know, she wants to get accomplished in her, in her life. There's no reason why she would not be able to do that. We don't want to be dictators in our relationship. But we want to know 100% that if we take one step, we're not going to get yelled for it. If we make a decision, we're not going to get yelled for it. And that's the reality. A lot of relationships nowadays are just like that. Man can't do anything without talking to the wife. And then the wife is ultimately the person who dictates. I mean, I can't tell you how many interviews we've had. Hundreds and hundreds interviews for the Man of War Crucible. And, oh man, you know, guys, oh, I got to speak to my wife. You know, I, I, I you know, I got to figure, you know, see, she's okay with, with, uh, you know, paying for this. She's the, the boss, you know, of the finances of the bank. And without, what, I don't even know what that means. So men are being emasculated at home a lot of times exactly because of this, because women don't let men be who they are meant to be. Women don't like nowadays that men are leading. The second that you talk about, oh, you know, man makes more money than a woman or a woman makes more money. Oh boy. Then it, it, it's an, an entirely different world. And a lot of people don't, don't want to say this. They, they want to be politically correct in everything that they do. I know what type of woman I'm looking for. And when, you know, you hear a lot of women say, well, you know, a good man, a strong man wants a woman that's strong also and is career oriented. Bullshit. Bullshit. That's not necessarily what a man is looking for. They want to believe that. Okay. I know a lot of men, some men may be looking for that, but I know a lot of men, okay, that want a good hearted woman that wants the relationship to be to grow to be strong and she wants to raise her children she wants to support her husband she wants to live a comfortable life she has no ambition of going out there and working i know a lot of women that way a lot she wants to focus on her children and their growth. Okay, so not every woman is, you know, every woman is out there, you know, whoa, you know, career oriented, this and that, and oh, that, that's the right woman for every man. Hell no. And also, there is a there is a, a shift happening in this society. And people, you know, look, they're not gonna like what I have to say. And there's a, but there's a huge shift in this society. 
And the shift is, we've seen it even in movie theaters, right? We're, we're seeing like men emasculated in movies and you're seeing all these dominant roles by women. Like what, you know, like what, like really a cowboy woman, you know, taking lead here. And, and then like they invent all these other superheroes for women. Like, listen, mentally, men are being crushed right now. And it's disgusting. When I look at a woman, I look at ballet, I look at piano. I look at fine arts, sophisticated. I don't look at a woman that's out there um, living a life that basically is bouncing around and traveling all over the place. And, you know, that, that, no, that's not for me. That's not what I look for in a woman. My wife is, is perfect in my eyes. She has devoted... And she is smart as hell, but she has, she's a pastor and she has devoted her life to our family, to our kids. And she has been incredibly supportive in every way, shape or form. And the mindset that you have going forward and developing yourself in this life may cause a lot of people to get divorced. And that's where you see that division where it's like, man, if I act this way and if I bring this home and I, and I start bringing this mentality home, my wife is going to leave me. I'm like, dude, man, let me tell you something. <laughs> that was never going to go anywhere because you would be miserable if a man is suppressed from being masculine and being who he is meant to be, there's going to be a point in time where you're going to cheat, where you're going to look somewhere else, or you're just going to say, screw this. I'm out of this marriage. Now, there's a huge difference between, you know, acting a fool and being a dictator and some jealous type way and, 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 you know, demeaning your, your, your wife and, Absolutely not. That that's, has nothing to do with anything. So don't misinterpret this in the way that it's like, you know, you need to go out there and blah, blah, blah. not at all. Being a gentleman, being courteous, loving your, your spouse and, and, and in your, in your, you know, leading your home and being the best father you can be, being present, supporting your wife. If she's working and she has a career, great, support her. But what I'm saying is that it doesn't have life right now. It's not necessarily how the media decides it, it's going to be, how they paint a picture for you. A man has his place in this world, and so does a woman, and they're different and distinct. That's right. There, I said it. Different and distinct. Each one should complement each other. I know for a fact that there are tremendous amounts of things that my wife is so much better at than I am, okay? And I know that she knows that, I'm a, that I, there's a lot of things that I'm better at 
in life that she's that she is. I mean, it's just part of being masculine. And it's okay to open the door in a restaurant for a lady. It's okay to pull a chair for the lady. It's okay to be the one that pays for dinner, for lunch, without having to, to be worried about insulting the woman. You know, men need to go back to old school. They need to go back to the John Wayne days. They need to go back to the Sean Connery days. And really dig deep. And I'm not saying these guys were perfect in any way, shape, or form, but what they exhibited in, 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 in movies and how they carried themselves with confidence, yet there were gentlemen in all facets, but there were badasses on the other side. Men need to go back to that. Unfortunately, what's happening a lot of times is these movements that we see here where men are, um, you know, they're, they're the little clubs that, that are like, hey, manhood clubs and things like that, masculine clubs. You know, it's all about the dude with tattoos and beard, beards and axes and shit. Ooh, I'm a savage. The Vikings. Okay. Listen. I don't know where we're, what that's fine in history, and that's all great to study and bring on. And, and there are certain elements of that that you take into your life, but that's not the way you live your life, your entire life. That's a small portion of it. Yeah, there should be savagery. Absolutely. There, there should be a rawness in every man, 100%. But when it's focused 100% all the time, no. A man needs to be refined, needs to be worldly, needs to be educated, needs to be a gentleman. The way he looks, the way he carries himself, the way he communicates with others, big time. But unfortunately, what you see now is men wearing capri pants, you know, with these demeanor that this type of demeanor about them that is just weak. You now they, they get around others. They, there's no leadership skills, you know, and, and, and the people that they get around is kind of like just a group of, of negative, you know, hating type people. I don't even know how to describe it, but I see it all the time. And I don't see any kids playing out on the street sports. When I grew up in you know, my younger days, man, I used to be out on the street throwing football around. We even played baseball, you know, on the street. I know the days are, you know, they're different, you know, video games, you know, are, are, are basically that's how most young men are raised. You know, everything is video games. And, but I wonder what happened to that? 
to sports, to going out there, being raw. I mean, you know, martial arts schools now, you know, a lot of people say, hey, you know what? Yeah, uh, I take my kids to martial arts. But truly, the question is, you take your kids to martial arts, but how long do you keep them there? Listen, I ran a martial arts school for a very long time. Okay, and the consistency of a parent bringing a child to school to learn to get tough mentally, physically, spiritually. You know, it was a first two, three months, great. But after that, only a small percentage of parents stay with that. And then within that spectrum, you have the pain in the ass parents. Listen, the reality here is this. Dealing with the parents was the worst fucking thing about having a martial arts school. Because they were bringing their kids to get tougher, but they themselves were just whiny, whiny as hell. And trusting the process is something that we've lost in our society. Everything is about hacking away, and it's about trying to, to have a shortcut for everything that we have in life. So men fall short with experience. They don't understand and they don't get the feeling of toughness in their life. They don't get a sense of challenge. They don't get an opportunity to think on their feet, to adapt, improvise, overcome, figure things out. They're reliant on others. And as we shift as a society, they almost start relying more on women. And that's not the way, in my opinion, that God developed men. That's not the way that the warrior cultures of old, if you study them, that's not the way that they came up. That's not the way that we've seen as, as men, if you reflect back in history, 100 years ago, 80 years ago, that's not the way. And yes, we are in new times now. People want to say, well, we're in new times. We're in a modern world. We're, you know, we're doing it this way and we're doing it that way. I, right now, the number one fault with why men are the way that they are and they're weak is on the shoulders of men themselves. It took one man to cower down and then breast followed. And that's how we started this spiral. It's the weakness of mind, the accepting of mediocrity, the accepting of letting really the media dictate how men should be acting. Close second is media and women. Without a doubt, media has pretty much broken the path of masculinity, of manhood in half. They don't want that. They don't want to show anything to do with that. And this podcast, especially on YouTube, I expect it to be filtered and limit, limited out the reach. But I'm hoping that the people that it does reach, especially through the audio side of the house, that, um, that you guys start understanding that true men, men of honor, act differently. There's a sense of belonging to 
another brotherhood, right? Of, of like-minded brothers. It's almost like they know that they're a species all by themselves and they're so different than the average male nowadays. That's what it is. Being average has been forced upon us for decades. And it's a shame that society looks down on men who are trying to build companies, build empires. The first question is, where are the women? Where are the women? Where are the women? And men, unfortunately, have fallen into this trap where all of a sudden they are, instead of hiring people for their abilities and to be the, and from their point of view of who has the best ability, who fits the role the best, when you're hiring, they have to make sure that they cover the books. They got to get a female on board, even though the male may have been stronger but they want to cover their asses. And I've seen it. I've seen it in agencies, in police agencies. Th these are the worst, okay? They hire based on sex more than they do on the better applicants. All right? Nobody wants to talk about it, but it's absolutely 100% the truth. It's let's fill this gap, whether it's, the, it, it's a race gap, whether it's a... You know, it's a gap where the, you know, the Latins and, and Blacks and, and, and uh, you know, different, you know, whatever it is, you know, bisexuals or gays or what they, they want to be able to, to, to get every, every angle and, and make sure that they're diverse enough. They don't give a shit about really who the best person for the job is. And this is how we are in us as, as a society. And men need to start, you know, rising. They, they need to start stepping up. There has to be a change and a shift in our society. We need men to start embodying the warrior spirit again. We need men to step up and be fighters, men to, to lead their households, men to go out there and create. Men to stop letting media and our society and these politicians Stop letting them lead your lives in the way you perceive life. As we grow and as the years go by, if we don't do something now, time is just going to put a, a sheet right over it. And we will never look, be able to look back in times where men were men. They're going to shield that off. And all we're going to know is that beta mentality, the weak men, the pussyfooting men. That's it. The indecisive man, procrastinator, disloyal, dishonorable, lying sacks of shit. Because that's what we have in our society now. 98% of men are liars. They're weak. And I say this from a position of coaching over 10,000 men in the last seven to eight years. And 
And I say this based on how many applications we get in the Manabor Crucible and how many men my team speaks to and the notes that I get, and I speak to a lot of men. My hopes is that our generation, this generation now starts changing things, maybe starts realizing that whatever is happening in our society right now is not for the best. Um, and we need to find the heart again. We need to find the fire in our gut again. We need to go back to our ancestors and look at how we were molded to be. All right, guys. I hope we touched on some nerves here, but it is what it is. You know, um, I'm never politically correct. I just speak from the heart. And um, at the end of the day, we need some more warrior-minded men. We need them bad. All right, guys, until next time, your life may be challenging and full of dangers, but never retreat. Your last battle may be your greatest victory.